Hi, I'm Elliot Fishman, and welcome to the October 2018 CTSS Quiz. It's hard to believe it's October. We have already entered the fall season, though it sure feels like winter. Let me rephrase that. It still feels like summer is going to be winter. Anyway, forget with my weather report. Let's start with the cases. In this case, the patient has a post-op fever, and I asked why. When you look quickly, perhaps there's some fluid in the pelvis and there's some artifact. Maybe it's a catheter, but if you look carefully on the 3D image, what you see, it's actually a retained sponge. You can see the sponge marker, which is impregnated with barium, why you see the artifact present. You have to be very careful, uh, even though the surgeons are extremely careful at times, foreign matter is left behind and we still see occasionally sponges. It's much rarer. I think this patient was transferred to Hopkins because we never would leave a sponge at Hopkins, but it's something to be aware of and not to simply say this is simply artifact retained barium or maybe surgical clips or maybe a drain. So this was a retained sponge in the pelvis. There's several good articles in foreign bodies that you should review that can help you avoid some of these errors. The best diagnosis in this case, look at the left upper quadrant, look at the spleen, it's hypodense. The patient does have tumor surrounding the celiac and the portal vein, but this is a global splenic infarct. It's not uncommon to see splenic infarcts. Most of them are very focal. Occasionally when there's occlusion of the splenic artery and it's acute, you can see a global infarct. It's most common in patients who've had surgery, maybe adrenal surgery perhaps, and they hit the uh, splenic artery. Again, a beautiful example of a splenic infarction. The most likely diagnosis in this case is, well, you see a humongous mass, and I will admit, I often think about just tumors, and the stomach is pushed away, but I guess in truth you couldn't rule out a giant gist tumor. They're often very large, they're exophytic, that's a possibility. Lymphoma, this is too big for a nodal mass. I guess theoretically it could be the spleen perhaps, but that would be a humongous spleen. But I've only given you two images, I guess that's a possibility. It's not a neurofibroma, those are low density. However, when you look at it, this lesion has some fat centrally. You could say, well, maybe it's fat or is it trapping of the mesenteric fat? But with the fat present, I remember the most common retroperitoneal sarcoma is a liposarcoma. They often do not contain fat within them. And this was a retroperitoneal liposarcoma. Again, if you had more images, you probably could do better. Just something to think about in the differential. And in past months, I have shown you giant gastric gist tumors that look like sarcomas of the retroperitoneum. So again, it's not always easy to make a diagnosis when a mass is very large. This is a great case. What's the best diagnosis? Well, the first image shows you a small calcified spleen. Essentially, splenic infarction, that's almost always sickle cell disease. And then you see the sagittal views, the fish mouth vertebrae, the bone and bone, just a classic example of sickle cell disease, splenic involvement, spinal involvement, just a wonderful case. And oh yes, by the way, we do have an incredible exhibit and our next app is gonna be the sagittal view of the spine, lumbar spine. And I bet you this is gonna be one of the cases. Stay tuned. What's the most likely diagnosis in a 70-ish year old male? 
anterior mediastinal mass calcifications. Lymphoma can calcify, but it would need to have been radiated. Teratomas can calcify, but it's a younger age group. They often contain fat as well. Ectopic paroid tissue can occur in the anterior mediastinum, but that typically does not calcify. The most likely diagnosis is a thymoma, and this indeed was a thymoma. In this patient with adrenal surgery, what's the best diagnosis? Well, when you look carefully, you see some clips and a little bit of blood by the adrenal bed, but then you see the right kidney, but where's the left kidney? Well, the left kidney is that hypodense structure that has a renal outline and is best seen on the coronal view. That is a classic example of global infarction of the kidney. It's an acute infarct over time. This kidney will become shrunken and atrophic. There are a number of causes, renal vein thrombosis, renal arterial injury, but when you see global infarction, it's often due to surgery. Maybe it's aortic aneurysm repair and the renal artery gets injured, or maybe it's surgery to the adrenal gland, particularly when there's a large tumor present. The least likely diagnosis of this incidental renal mass is what? Well, it's a mass lower pole right kidney. It's very vascular, and it has a central scar. If I asked you what the most likely diagnosis was, I would suggest that it represents an oncocytoma. And that's a good thought, okay, an oncocytoma. And in fact, that's what it ends up being. But it still could have been a renal cell, but it would have been a clear cell. And we have seen occasionally neuroendocrine tumors metastatic to the kidney, which also give vascular lesions, often multiple. The one thing this probably is not is a papillary renal cell carcinoma. Those lesions are typically going to be hypovascular Hounsville units under 90. So this is a, uh, this was an oncocytoma, but it's surely not going to be a papillary renal cell carcinoma. In this case, back pain, rule out the section, what's the best diagnosis? Well, you look at the L2-3 vertebral bodies, there's something going on in the disc space. There's soft tissue mass projected anteriorly and posteriorly, bony erosion is seen. Lymphoma can involve the spine, but it's not going to be epicentered around the disc space. Sickle cell gives you fish mouth vertebral bodies. If you did have osteomyelitis in a sickle cell patient, all the vertebral bodies would show sickle cell disease. One of them might have the infection. It's not a pattern of DJD. The vertebral bodies beyond these two look pretty good. This is a classic example of osteomyelitis with discitis and associated soft tissue masses projecting anteriorly as well as posteriorly. This patient had known pancreatic cancer of the tail of the pancreas, and I asked you what the best diagnosis is. Well, what you see is a mass in the tail of the pancreas encasing the splenic artery, and then you see a wedge-shaped defect in the spleen. Now, I've shown you cases before of focal infarcts in the spleen, often IV drug abuse, post-operative changes. I've shown you global infarcts. This is a focal infarct. Again, we can see tumors from the tail of the pancreas grow directly into the spleen. That happens. I've not seen an abscess, though, theoretically, I guess. This is not lymphoma, and this probably is not tumor extension. It's just too uh, sharply marginated. This is a good example of a splenic infarct, but a focal splenic infarct.
The best diagnosis in this case, when you look at the axial images, you see that the right kidney has decreased enhancement compared to the left, though there are areas that seem to be enhancing normally. When you look at the 3D views, you see the renal arteries bilaterally, and then you see the drop in enhancement in the right kidney. If you look very carefully at the main renal artery as it branches to the mid portion of the kidney, it's abruptly cut off. This patient had emboli to the renal artery and now had infarction of about two-thirds of the kidney. Beautiful example of infarction. 3D nicely shows you the vessels. The axials in the 3D show you the decrease enhancement. The kidney rapidly will become atrophic. Beautiful example of, of renal infarction, almost a global infarction. And again, you can see the thrombus in the patient's main renal artery. So that's 10 terrific cases. I hope you enjoy them. I hope you learn something. And I hope that you have a great fall. And we'll see you next week, or rather next month, when we'll still be in the fall. Have a great day. Bye.